Presentation Skills for Design Students, Episode 31. Are you a design student or graduate who wants to succeed in the professional world? If so, keep listening. I'm Christina Cantor, former architect turned communication skills coach, and you are about to discover how to get noticed, land your dream job, and have an unfathomably successful career. It's all about being able to speak, present, and communicate like a boss. Welcome to the Presentation Skills for Design Students podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited to be coming to you this week all the way from Holland. Yes, I think I was still in Holland last year. I was still in Holland last week. I've been here for a few weeks now, and I'm here for another couple of weeks, and it's been very, very cool. This week's episode is all about how to network like a pro. It's something very, very important when you're going into the professional world and even when you're already in the professional world. It's great for making new connections, meeting new people. Maybe you find a new job. Maybe you'll land a brand new client. You never know. Now, there is so much to cover when it comes to networking, and I'm going to break it down into 10 steps. And I I believe that each of these steps could actually become its own podcast episode because the stuff in here is just so, so important. But I'm going to outline it for you in this episode. And what I might do in future is actually come back and spend a bit more time discussing a few of them that I feel are just too important to simply sort of skim by in a list. But first of all, why should you learn and practice networking face-to-face? Firstly, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And if you can meet people face-to-face and have them remember you, that's going to help you immensely when it comes to making new connections and finding jobs and new opportunities. So the second reason leads on from that. People do remember you better when you meet them in person. You can be emailing back and forth, back and forth, for, for ages, but until you actually put a face to that person's name, that's what really makes all the difference. Thirdly, you should learn and practice networking face-to-face because it's good communication skills practice. And remember, these are skills that you'll be using every single day when you're at work, when you're speaking with clients, when you're working in a team, all those sorts of things. So going and networking and practicing, approaching people, speaking to strangers, That's all going to help with your day-to-day communication skills. Okay, so that's really quickly why you should learn and practice networking face-to-face. And here is how you do it. Christina's 10 Steps to Networking Like a Pro. Let's do it. 10 Steps from Christina on how to network like a pro. Number one, you've got to find some events. Find organisations that are related to your industry, find them online, find their events, follow them on Twitter, sign up for email updates, all that sort of thing. Do whatever you can. Find lectures that are happening, university events, and if there's someone who in particular that you want to connect with, find out what events they're speaking at or, or what they're going to and, and make sure you attend those. Step number two, connect with people online before the event. Social networks make this really, really easy. So if there's someone in particular you want to connect with, 
go find them on Twitter or find their blog or find what they're saying on Facebook. See, see what are they talking about? What interests them? And this is cool because when you actually go to meet them, it then gives you something to open with, something to, to talk to them about. You may also want to see if there's a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group for this event. So, you know, jump in, join the discussions, see who is already in the discussions that you might find interesting, who you might want to speak to face-to-face and meet. I went to a big conference called Social Media Marketing World, which was in San Diego earlier this year, and they started a LinkedIn group. And that was great because I actually went through and I saw who else was going that lived in New York and I was able to get in touch with those people and actually meet up with them before we got to the conference. So, so that was really cool. Step number three, take something to give away. So some sort of business card. There's no point going and meeting all these people and then them saying, oh, so can I have your card or contact details? And you're fumbling around with a pen and a piece of paper. That's not professional at all. So, so definitely take some sort of business card to give away. Now, before you start panicking that you don't, you've got an event in two days and you don't have a business card, don't stress out, okay? It doesn't have to be slick. I'll tell you what I did once. I once signed up for an event only two hours before it even started and I, and I was like, Oh, oh no, I don't have a business card. What do I do? So what I did was I cut out rectangular pieces of cardboard, got a fat Sharpie marker and wrote my name in big letters on one side. And then on the other side, I put my email, my Twitter handle and, and my blog address. It was really, really homemade, obviously. But you know what? People loved them. People kept saying, oh, they are so cute. Can I have one? And, you know, I don't think anyone else there had a homemade card. I mean, when I got to New York, I definitely got some professional cards made, but, you know, it doesn't have to be super slick. In fact, people are more likely to remember it probably if it's homemade or if there's something different about it. So don't be afraid to be a bit creative. And then for my official business cards, I put my photo on it and I tend to get comments about that as well. Photos are really great. I mean, think about it. If you're at an event and you get, say, a dozen cards, it can be really difficult to remember who exactly that person was. And I'll, I'll put a picture of my card in the show notes so that you can have a look at that and maybe draw some inspiration from it. Okay, we're up to step number four. So just to quickly recap, step number one was find events. Step number two was connect with people online before the event. Step three, take something to give away. Step number four, go to the events. Now, I know it sounds obvious, but I've done and I've done it before. I've signed up for events or I've said, yeah, I'm going to go there. And then I just don't go. And you're probably telling yourself the same old excuses. Oh, but I don't know anyone else is going. Go. Oh, but I'm really busy with homework. Go. Here's a tip. Register events that cost money. <laughs> then you'll be forced to go. And I know it's so easy to just not go. If it's something you're not used to, it's going to be outside of your comfort zone. And it's just going to be scary. And this is totally natural. But just remember, if this, isn't, if this is something that is not easy for you to do, there's no point waiting around until you feel like going. Because here's a fact. You will never, ever actually feel like going to an event if it isn't a naturally easy thing for you to do. So you're just going to have to force yourself to go. So grab a friend and make them make you go. Step number five, bring positive 
energy. This is so important. You've got to have the right attitude when you go to these things. So bring a positive energy with the opinion that you're just here to talk to everyone, not I'm here to find a job. Okay, people can sense that. It's just like people who go to a party just with the intention of hooking up with someone. It's so obvious. If you go to a networking event and you're there just to have fun and are genuinely interested in other people, then people will naturally be drawn to you and good things will happen. Step number six, making the approach. Now, if you have a particular person you want to speak with, maybe they're Maybe they're the person delivering the lecture or they're quite well known or they're quite an influencer in your industry. I would say don't approach them straight off the bat if you're a little bit nervous. Practice approaching other people first and have a chat with them to warm up your conversation muscles and to just get into into the flow of it. Some questions you could start off with are, hey, how did you find the lecture? Or what's your involvement in this event? Or oh, I love your hat slash jacket slash miniature poodle. Where did you get it? Okay, if you want to approach the popular person at the event, maybe they're the, maybe they're the speaker and they're just surrounded by people. It's going to be difficult because, of course, they're always going to be busy. Everyone's going to want to talk to them. So this is how I did it in New York at, at one event when I really wanted to speak to the, to the, the lecturer. Hover close but not too awkwardly. Wait for a slight break in conversation. You just hold out your hand. Sometimes you just have to butt in, but you hold out your hand and say, hi, so-and-so, I just quickly wanted to say thank you for your lecture or your book or podcast or whatever it is that you you enjoy. You can say, you know, thank you, I, I really enjoyed it. And they might just, they might say, okay, you're welcome and then turn back to the other person, which is sort of your cue to, to leave. So, you know, it's a bit rude then if you go on and, and hang, hang around. But they might ask you another question back and that's then an invite for you to continue on the conversation, which is awesome. Now, if you're really nervous, getting a friend to approach them with you really helps. Actually, here's a quick tip you can do. If you're attending a lecture and you want the speaker to remember you, you can ask them a question during question time. And then when you approach them afterwards, you can open with, oh, I just want to say thank you so much for answering my question about blah, blah, blah. It really helped me. And, you know, that's going to really help them remember you from that. Now, if you can't get to the person that you really want to speak to and they're just super, super busy, speak to their assistant or their spouse or, or whoever is close to them instead. Show a genuine interest in them and you never know, they might just be nice enough to introduce you later on. Step number seven for networking like a pro. Be present and interested. This is so important. It doesn't matter who you are talking to. It doesn't matter, okay? Give them your full attention. Don't you hate it when you're talking to someone and they just keep looking over your shoulder for someone more important to talk to? It's so annoying. I can't stand it. So when you're talking to someone, practice being mindful and pretend that the two of you are the only people in the room. This is an amazing way to make a great impression. At Social Media Marketing World, there are about 2,000 people, so it was very easy to get distracted when speaking with someone. 
So it really helped to just try and ignore all the other noise and all the other people and to just focus on what that person that you're talking to is saying. And when you're speaking with that person, show genuine interest in them. A good friend of mine once told me, she said, it's frustrating talking to someone who you can tell is thinking, I'm just talking to you so I can add you on LinkedIn and so you can introduce me to someone else. Stop thinking about what connections they have or what they can do for you. Take a genuine interest in them and think about how you can help them. And you never know what might come of that, okay? And it doesn't matter if you don't think that they're important or that they don't know anyone or whatever, you never know who could be your next potential lead for a new job or new opportunity. They could be the personal assistant of the person you wanted to meet. Okay, so don't just snub someone just because they don't seem important. Treat everyone as if they are the most important person at that event. Step number eight, ask for their details. Don't just give out your card in the hopes that they will contact you. Make sure that you get their details so that you can follow up later. So you can say something like, I would love to learn more about your company and the projects you're working on. It sounds really interesting. Do you have a card? And then if they want your card, they'll ask for it. Step number nine of networking like a pro, follow up. Okay, so a day or two after the event, write the people whose cards you got a short email just to say how great it was to meet them. Try and mention something that you talked about so that they will, that will make them remember you. Like you could say, oh, I checked out that website you told me about. It was great. Thanks so much for the tip. Maybe you could mention that you sent them a LinkedIn request. Or maybe they showed interest in something you were talking about and you can provide a link to your blog or, or a resource that you mentioned to them or whatever. That's a really good reason for contacting them. Just, you know, just keep thinking it's all about providing value and showing how you can help them. After Social Media Marketing World, I I sent thank you follow-ups to a number of people, including some very well-known people who I had met face-to-face. And I got replies back from all of them. And I thought that was really, really cool. Normally, you wouldn't get an email reply so quickly back from someone who you hadn't met before. So it goes to show, meeting face-to-face really makes a huge difference. And the final step to learning how to network like a pro is wash, rinse, repeat. Yep, as with everything, you will get better with practice. So if you're nervous about approaching people, take a friend who isn't and get them to approach people and then get them to introduce you until you get more confident and you find your feet. My good friend Andrew Lovick has amazing tips on on how to approach people and have awesome conversations. So for other tips and tricks, check out the episode I did with him. It's episode 23. You can find it at designdrawspeak.com slash 023. So there you have it, 10 steps to networking like a pro. Just to recap, step number one, Find events related to your industry. Step number two, connect with people online before the event. Step number three, take something to give away, like a cool business card. Number four, go to the events. No, uh, 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 go, just go. (laughs) Step number five, attitude, bring a positive energy. Number six, approach. 
make the approach. Step number seven, be present and interested. Number eight, ask for their details. Step number nine, follow up after the event. And step number 10, wash, rinse, repeat. Yes, my friends, practice really does make perfect. So that wraps up episode 31 of the podcast today. Okay, so your challenge this week. Well, I suppose this whole podcast episode is like one big challenge, but I'm just going to say to you, start finding some events to go to. Step number one. And then if you can apply any of those other steps, probably most importantly, actually going to the event, that will be awesome. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you've enjoyed the show. What are your networking tips? Have you got any little tricks that you like to do when you go, you go out and meet people? I'd love to hear them. Just leave a comment in the show notes at designdrawspeak.com slash 031. I'd love to learn something from you that I can apply to, you know, the next event that I go to. I do have one coming up in August. It's the podcast movement conference actually so I'm quite excited for that anyway that's enough from me for this week I hope you have a fabulous week and I will see you next time for another episode of the podcast this has been presentation skills for design students helping you become a confident creative communicator